Hello and welcome to another episode of Wannabe Entrepreneur. Just to give you a little context, my name is Tiago, I'm the host of this show, and this podcast is about bootstrapping, more precisely about how it's like to bootstrap your own company. And this is already episode 159. Previously, I was releasing my episodes in a daily basis, and I released every day for more than 100 episodes and slowly I started to reduce the frequency of my episodes. I changed to release only five days a week and my idea was to share my day as an entrepreneur, to share what I'm learning and also to interview other entrepreneurs about their own journey. I realized after more than 150 episodes that the content became a little bit too repetitive because being an entrepreneur is not like in the movies where the hard part is just skipped ahead and you are suddenly super successful. Being an entrepreneur takes a lot of time, years sometimes, to reach the success. And because of that, I decided to change a little bit the format of this podcast. I consulted with you, the listeners, and we agreed that the best frequency for me to release was twice a week and uh, that's what i'll be doing starting from today i'll be releasing episodes every tuesday and thursday every thursday i will release a new interview for you interviews with other bootstrappers with other entrepreneurs and i want to know more about their journey about the meaning of being an entrepreneur and on tuesdays i'm doing a let's call it a freestyle episode where I talk about mainly three areas or three topics. First one is my project updates. Second is the lifestyle of an entrepreneur. So basically how my life is going, the good parts, the bad parts, some reflections, some thoughts. And the third one is tools and bootstrapping tips and tricks for you to also apply in your own projects because I want to help other bootstrappers becoming successful. And uh, that's basically the new format of this uh, new era of wannabe entrepreneur. I hope you like it and uh, let's, let's get started. Life is about making choices. It's not easy. Sometimes, let's say you go for an ice cream and you reach to the ice cream truck and they have so many options that you cannot decide. It's actually studied that sometimes it's better to have less choices because you want to reduce the struggle and the pain of your customer. If you have too many choices, your customer will actually take a long time to decide and chances are that they won't be happy with their choice. This weekend I was with some friends that came and visited Portugal and I was taking them to the best restaurants I knew. And one of my friends, actually you know him, Wolfgang, he asked the waiter to recommend a dessert. And the waiter said that he couldn't recommend because all of the desserts were delicious. Wolfgang insisted and he asked for him to pick one. What if you're eating a dessert yourself, asked Wolfgang. Which one would you pick? And still the waiter said that he would pick 
All of them. Because they're all delicious. They're all homemade. Wolfgang was not so happy with this answer. Because as a customer, he doesn't want to make a decision. He just wants to get a great recommendation and to get a great dessert. In the side of the waiter, it also makes sense. Because it's genuinely... He also really likes all of them. He, All of them are homemade and he loves them. So... I also realized that as part of being a waiter, it's your job to make your customer's life easier. And that might mean that you have to make decisions for them. When uh, in the same restaurant I ask for the main, I also ask for a recommendation. And the waiter promptly guided me to pick a fish. Even though all the fish they had were delicious, he still guided me and I was very happy with the result. I think it's it's very important to do that, especially if you are a waiter, because your customers just want to relax. They don't want to take the hard choices. They're on vacation most of the times. And life is about making choices. And when you are growing up, you go through school and the courses are already picked for you, right? So if you want to become an engineer, you already have a set of classes that you should take you don't have to think about it too much you just have to study when you then start working the company already have everything planned out for you sometimes even your whole career they tell you that you start as a junior then you move to another level and another level and they tell you which coding languages to use or which tools to use and it's somehow easier the moment you become an entrepreneur all of this (laughs) goes to the trash goes to the garbage because there's no correct path and if there is there's no one telling you which one that path should be and i've been discovering this the hard way because since i quit my job i am very very far from making money and when i say money it's not like real money or to become millionaire is even money just to live And I used to have a very good lifestyle. I worked in Germany. I had a great paycheck. And I generally never had problems with money. I could travel. I could eat out. I could buy things that I enjoyed. And I didn't have to worry too much. But now as an entrepreneur, every time I buy something, I think that I am spending money that I am... Not that I don't have, but money that I'm not making. So I can, this is not sustainable. I cannot keep just spending money because eventually I will run out. And sometimes I really feel paralyzed because I don't know what to do. This happened to me this past week because I sat down in front of my laptop and I didn't know what to do. My podcast views have basically been stagnated for the past months. Same with my climate change app. And I just don't know what to do. I felt really paralyzed. And I went on Twitter, which is kind of the main platform I'm using to hang out with the community, hang out with other bootstrappers. And I asked, I, I don't even, I didn't even ask. I actually just shared my feelings. And it was great because I got so many great answers and and feedback from the community that immediately made me feel better. And I want to read some of these answers now. So Dagobert uh, 
fellow bootstrapper that I have also interviewed here in the podcast. You should definitely listen to his interview. He said that for him, he has the opposite feeling, but with the same result. He has too many ideas and don't know where to start. And I also completely understand this. When I look at ChangeIt, I have a Trello board filled with ideas, filled with features. And sometimes I just don't know with with what should I work with and which feature should I start with because every feature means work. Every feature means me spending my time in front of a computer building new code for my users and every time I release and I don't have the success that I was hoping for is kind of a cut in my motivation, is a punch in my stomach and I don't know how many or how much of this can I take because as long as you have a motivation bar, let's just think as a, as a video game, right? You have your, instead of your health, you have like motivation. And every time you release something that doesn't bring the results you're hoping for, it takes a cut in your motivation. So I completely understand this. And uh, another interesting tweet was from uh, Lee Han. And uh, she says that um, I get this way when I feel like I lose focus and my brain starts working overtime to complicate things. I combat it by forcing myself to take a break and simplify everything down. And this is something that I really recommend everyone to do. But I also know that it's really hard. And uh, for me, every time I get into this state, this state of being paralyzed, basically spiraling down and thinking that I'm not worth it, that I cannot make it. The best thing to get out of it is actually to do something completely different. I should watch a movie, go for a walk, do some sports, hang out with my friends, something that really disconnects my mind. Because then when I get back to the problem, I have a fresh mind. But I also know that this is very hard to do because I just want to solve this problem. I just want to make money, solve whatever bug I'm having, deciding which feature I want to work next. And I feel that doing anything but that is just a waste of time. So it's really hard to get out of this vicious cycle. So I do think it's a great recommendation, but sometimes it might be a bit hard to do. Another interesting answer was from uh, Jatrian Johnson, and she has a more academic or scientific approach. She says that immobilized feeling can happen from the freeze-fight response. Movement is a backdoor to the decision-making frontal lobe, so it helps to do your planning while walking. And this is very interesting because I've, I've uh, witnessed that myself. And uh, even at Trivago, some of our one-on-one meetings were, we had these meetings while walking, while going for a walk, and really helps to flow the conversation. And uh, I I do that also sometimes to organize my ideas. I walk, I go for a walk, and it's it's a great way to to kind of come up with a plan for uh, your next steps. And... uh, I, I can read you one more. There were great other answers. And I will link this tweet in the description of this episode so that you can go and listen to it. But uh, Jeff Levin said that uh, just do something, anything. It doesn't matter what. It will teach you something and inform you about your next move. And here he's actually saying that 
you should have a part-time job or something, do something completely different. Being uh, working on a restaurant or uh, whatever, I guess, uh, makes you happy too. And uh, I don't know if I would do this, but I really love sailing, for instance. And I have considered to somehow become a part-time sailor. Because, uh, for instance, in Portugal, it's very common to take the tourists for a sunset. And uh, it's, it's, by the way, good money. And uh, it might be interesting. I wouldn't do this every day, but since I love sailing so much, I probably will want to make someday a product for sailors. And uh, kind of being part of this world already could be really valuable for me. So... Jeff, that's a really good answer as well. And uh, that's, as I told you, many other answers that you can read. It really helped me, this. I, I have to be honest, because when you share this, when you share your weakness or your down moments with a community and they really come through and they really support you and tell about their own struggles, it, it felt really good and somehow felt that I was not alone in this fight. So it's great to have this uh, bootstrapping community. And uh, I went for a weekend, I relaxed, and now I'm back with a fresh mind. So that was great. And um, I want to talk also about my app, and my Change It app, and about what features I'm working on and kind of what plan I'm coming out with. And uh, I have released a new feature that I'm really happy with, which is the possibility for users to create their own notifications. And uh, I think that this really goes really well with my plan for the app for the future. And I advise everyone to do this. If you have a product, you should always think about your USP. And USP means unique selling point. And when I first started creating ChangeIt, which is, a, by the way, a climate change app, and if you don't know, you want to know more about this app that I'm building, there's many other episodes that you can go and check it out. But uh, it's I downloaded a lot of other apps. I kind of did the market research and installed a lot of climate change apps. I tested and I see which ones I like the most and what features were missing. And I didn't find anything that would somehow solve my problem. And that's why I then created Change It. But I think it's very important to know what you have that the other apps don't. And uh, I defined my USPs. I have three uh, USPs. Uh, first one is our content. It's very simple content, very easy to set up and to get your footprint. You don't need to do a huge survey or... So that's definitely one of our USPs. Then the another one are our notifications. We have personalized notifications that no other climate change app has. So that's also really a great thing that we, we have going. And also we have an echo store. Basically, we showcase products and sustainable products that will help people live a more sustainable lifestyle. So... All of this goes along with our mission, which is to make sustainability accessible to everyone. And every new feature I release for Changed, I always think if somehow gets Changed more close or closer to this mission. And the notifications feature that I just mentioned, it does. Because I want to send more personalized notifications and I cannot do that myself. The app is available everywhere in the world and I need the community to help me build 
this content and by enabling users to create i'm solving my problem because i i'm solving the, the content creation problem and i also enabling these users to have a bigger impact in their community so this is a feature that i'm very excited about and uh, my plan now is to have a meeting with alexandra she's the marketing expert that i interviewed also in uh, one of my previous interviews by the way, you should definitely listen to this interview because if you're a bootstrapper, she mentions a lot of great tools that will help you with with your own marketing. But we will have a conversation and uh, she will help me somehow to create a marketing plan for Change It. So next week, I'll let you know how this conversation went, what I've learned, but I'm super excited about it. And uh, I also want to finish this, this episode with a couple of tools, a couple of uh, marketing tools that I've been exploring that uh, I think they are very interesting and uh, you should definitely check them out. And uh, the first one I want to talk about today is actually coming from uh, the conversation I I had with uh, Alexandra. She recommended a lot of tools. Some of these tools are not free and they are actually, I, I was uh, checking them out, they're actually quite expensive. You can have a free trial of seven days or so, but I found some that are free and great for bootstrappers. And the first one is called Union Metrics. Alexandra mentions this also in her uh, chat. And this one has many free tools. So when you go to the website, in there's a tab that says free tools. And one is actually a Twitter assistant. And a Twitter assistant is somehow a tool that will analyze your profile, will analyze your tweets, and uh, give you some suggestions on how to improve your uh, presence and how to get more followers and uh, i i tested I, it's very simple to set up you just basically sign up with twitter and uh, it's very interesting so they immediately told me about uh, uh, one of the tweets that i had that had a lot of impressions which basically was the tweet that i that i just mentioned about uh, feeling paralyzed and they also told me that my video tweets could uh, be much better so i should work with different hashtags and different images they told me that the best time of the day or, or rather of the week to tweet is on sundays sundays at 2 p.m and they also told me about some hashtags i could use it's really nice because they told me they they identify basically that i'm using the hashtag building public which is basically the only hashtag i'm using and they said that i could try out also with the hashtag mvp so they suggest you other hashtags and like and also they suggest which people you should interact with and uh, they they spoke about uh, a couple of other twitters twitters <laughs> people or twitter users that i should interact with because they have a big presence so this is a great tool it's somehow similar to the to the tool called uh, tweet hunter which was developed by thibaut some someone that i also interviewed by the way you should also listen to his interview and he goes one step further so this is also an, a great tool that uh, is tweet hunter it also does this analysis but also just suggests tweets for you so it basically analyzes your uh, scope your uh, Twitter presence, your content, and suggests tweets that worked out for other similar accounts. And you can just take them and refactor them a little bit, and they normally have great success. So 
Union Metrics and Twitter are great tools for uh, Twitter and uh, everything will be linked in the description. So no worries, you can just go there and read them. Another tool that I it's free and I defin definitely suggest is uh, Google Trends. Google Trends is basically a tool that analyzes the keywords. So you can, let's say, search for bootstrapping and then you can see how frequently people are uh, searching for bootstrapping on Google. You can compare bootstrapping with an entrepreneur, for instance, and you can see how, how different they are. You can see which regions in the globe people search more for it and uh, it's interesting because uh, now when i search for bootstrapping it seems that uh, in asia people are speaking more about bootstrapping in china in south korea and hong kong and uh, this is really cool and they also show you different tool different uh, keywords that people are using with bootstrapping for instance here it says that people are also searching for what is bootstrapping so this is definitely a great great tool for you to also Check out which keyword you should use. And uh, when you're writing a blog post, when you're writing the descriptions of your products, you should definitely check which keywords are the most searched. And uh, also in that genre, SEO genre, something that I definitely, I just discovered, but it looks amazing, is called Answer the Public. And uh, you can uh, basically discover what people are asking about a certain keyword. So let's say I speak about bootstrapping again or entrepreneur, they will generate a lot of questions that people are searching on Google. So this is a great way for you to get some ideas on what topics you should write or speak about and also maybe some suggestions on what the titles of your blog post should be because you know that people will search for them. I realize that Answering Public, they allow you to do three questions or three searches per day. Uh, more than that, it's uh, not free, so you have to pay. But I think three is more than enough. And uh, if you want a little hack here, if you have a VPN if you and if you switch your IP, you get again to do another three questions. So, I mean, there's uh, some way here for... Uh, it's a, a bootstrapping way of uh, using this tool. And uh, this, is a, this is a great tool as well. And I'll be using... There's many more, but I'll be sharing these other tools in the next episodes. I will also link these tools in the description of the episode so that you can go there and check them out. And this is all I had planned for you today. As you can see, these new episodes will have uh, three topics that I will mostly focus on. The first one being the lifestyle of an entrepreneur and the second the uh, project updates. So basically speaking about my projects, what I've learned, my struggle and so on. And the last one, some tools and tips and tricks for bootstrappers that you can also use in your own projects. I really want to help bootstrappers. I want to help people build their companies and make a change in the world. So that's kind of the main purpose and my main focus on wannabe entrepreneur. And I don't want to do advertisement. That's not the way I want to monetize my podcast. I know it's the very common way. Everyone does it, but I, I just do not enjoy it. So if you want to see this podcast thrive, it's up to you. It's up to you to become a member of Wannabe Entrepreneur or to buy me a coffee. If you do so, you also get some perks. If you, for instance, become a member, the price is four euros per month and you get access to prime content and you get access 
to our wannabe entrepreneur slack channel and there are so many entrepreneurs already there a lot of people that i interview are hanging out there and you can use this to find mentorship you can use this to maybe find some co-founders to get some support to chat and we, i want to do more around this community i want to build a an office, uh, an office or a virtual office where everyone can hang out and work in their projects together. And I want to do a lot of things. So if you want to be part of this family and uh, if you want to support this podcast, because of course you will be the reason why this podcast is, exists, you can become a member and uh, the link will be in the description and it's four euros per month or you can just do a one-time uh, donation and that's a coffee or two and that will really mean the world to me i'm also really interesting to know if you liked this new format so there'll be a tweet where i will ask this the link will also be in the description and you can come there and uh, give your feedback and last but not least make sure you share this episode with all of your bootstrappers and entrepreneur friends because you probably have a lot of them and uh, they will also enjoy listening to wannabe entrepreneur thank you so much this was another wannabe entrepreneur see you thursday <laughs>